0: welcome back to the master of none podcast where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day nothing is off the table the intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast as well as informing as well as entertaining so sit back relax and listen and enjoy the show are you ready to take your podcast skills to the next level? Sign up for an exclusive podcast membership for only 4 dollars a month and gain access to a wealth of insider tips and tricks from me. Learn how to create high quality content and select the best equipment for your bang and make the podcast stand out amongst the crowd. And you will also get 25% off on my guide on how to build a podcast. And this experience doesn't stop there. Starting this Sunday, we will release a new episode every Sunday with information on how you can build a new podcast from scratch in order to hit that 10 episode goal that so many podcasters fail on. This will be an insightful as well as informal production. So please join if you're curious on growing and learning your skills as a podcaster. These are going to be the top things you need to know as we get into the TikTok ban. The TikTok ban is something that's been, I think, really, really interesting in the last few days, but this has been culminating over the last few years. And within this episode, we're going to get into what's been happening behind the scenes, how Meta has been leveraging lobbyists in order to get TikTok banned, how you have situations where Meta is now low, no longer going to play their content creators. What are the narratives that is being spun and why now? We are going to get into it today, so let's go. Apps like TikTok and certainly our concerns with countries, including uh, China. Have One of the most
1: downloaded apps in the world, a social media company, TikTok. He's talking about TikTok and the ability of that platform to be used by the communist party, both to take on data, but also potentially as a Biden administration has reportedly warned that it will ban TikTok if its Chinese parent company doesn't sell the app.
0: Probably one of the strongest bipartisan conversations we've had in a long time is talking about how to ban TikTok. Currently, within this week, what we had is we had a bill passed that allows Joe Biden, the president, to determine if they need to, in fact, ban TikTok. Within this bill, it's kind of a level of power to give extreme power on what needs to happen. And what Biden's been really doing is leveraging the ability to potentially have um, the company, the parent company, Binance, actually sell off it's Chinese stake to another country, completely mitigating any risk of data. But why? This is a really interesting time for this all to happen. You know, and what by did what what company by dance? Um, this is a really interesting story. So if we go back, go back to around 2018, um, we look at kind of a timeline. I really think that the banning of TikTok has is one of these things that has a lot of different layers to it. And you know, we're looking at what could potentially be happening. We know that the Trump administration tried to ban TikTok before, but it got stuck in federal courts, and as a result of it, they couldn't do it. Now there's potentially new narratives coming out as it relates to national security threats and taking data of American citizens without them knowing. Um, there has been actions taken by the federal government to cut down on TikTok for employees' phones. They cannot have any, uh, any TikTok on their federal phones or anything like that. So what will happen? So first of all, I just kind of want to lay out how TikTok is used in in the number behind it. So whenever we look at TikTok, to put things into perspective, there's about 110 million Americans who use it for about 90 minutes a day. A lot of people use TikTok right now in the current country. Now if we compare it to things like that are kind of related or could be a political driver, we think about student loans as it relates to Joe Biden. About 43 million people have student loans within the United States. That's 43 million um you know, so more people look at TikTok that have student loans. The next aspect is how many people voted in the last election. It's around 200 million, so half the people who use TikTok. So TikTok is really, really big, and I think around Facebook or Meta has around 200 million users. So it's a, it's a, it's an app that has really been keeping um, the other social media apps on their toes. So we've seen kind of a transition pivot between companies and how they deal with TikTok. So the best way to understand it is that TikTok has kind of revolutionized the way people absorb information. If you look at conversations on TikTok, you look at political concerns, um, the narrative is really wide open and anybody can kind of get on there and blow up and get famous based on views you know that's how the algorithm was for a really long time you know I personally posted a video and the most I've ever gone quote unquote viral which isn't crazy is only 28,000 views but needless to say it can happen so so What's going to happen if TikTok gets banned and what is the motivation? Now, when I look at the motivation, it's really, really interesting because what is I've been kind of uncovering in reading is the fact that potentially Mark Zuckerberg is been behind the scenes as the puppet master within Washington playing off lobbyist firms. So if we look at different things like that, you know, if we look around 2018, 2019, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook paid $250 million to lobby with certain lobbyists, and they really didn't disclose it. But the number one um, lobbyist firm that keeps coming up is a GOP lobbyist firm by the name of Target Victory. Target Victory has been potentially spinning a narrative to a lot of his lobbyist firms to talk about the importance of how China is a national security threat. And If we look at the CEO's profile, I have it up here on leadership. It says his name is Zach Moffin. And if you look at kind of what he talks about, it says, you know, Zach's voice in digital display, traditional communication, has extended policy, data, communication. have served as a director with Mitt Romney for president, okay, Fortune 500 company. And the corporate brands that he's worked with is FedEx, AT&T, Facebook and Gillette. So Facebook is tied to this company and how they could potentially have some type of motive in order to kind of change this narrative. Now, where do we see it really happening? Well, When Mark Zuckerberg was, you remember that big hearing back in 2018 where he addressed Congress talking about the infiltration of elections as it had Cambridge Analytica, which was a data data organization that had like 8 million viewers and they were kind of pushing narratives in order to get Trump votes then. So within that, he was kind of on, on thin ice and he was in front of Congress getting reviewed, but there's a lot of information that indicates behind the scenes during that time he was meeting with a lot of GOP candidates. In talking to them about how there could be a threat from TikTok. So, in a way, he kind of moved the blame off him and put it on TikTok. And that's kind of what is in a gestation period right now. We're seeing it at the forefront as it relates to banning. So, Joe Biden is asking that TikTok be sold off to an American subsidiary, not even a subsidiary, but a whole new company. And TikTok's trying to get around it and try to create another parent company. And what they're going to do is take all the TikTok data down to Austin and house it on the Oracle um, database system. So there's no potential cross-contamination of Chinese taking data from TikTok. At this point in time, it's kind of all over the place. But whenever you get on TikTok, there's a couple like – Things that you notice. Like, there's not a lot of crazy stuff or, or anything like that. It's really tailored to your algorithm. So, if I get on TikTok, I've never seen anything that's like anti American. I've never seen anything that's kind of that, that kind of creates this type of narrative. And if it is taking data, you know, what is it taking? Now, do I think TikTok listen? Yeah. I mean, what's really weird about TikTok is I can be having a conversation and boom, it pops up in my algorithm. So, there could be something with the microphone. It could be collecting lots of data. It most definitely could. But What's crazy is Facebook could too. Now, when we look at Facebook or Meta, they kind of claim that they don't sell our data, that they house it, they use it for private industry to determine what we want, but they're saying that they don't sell it. And there's a lot of people saying online that potentially Facebook has been selling data to Chinese companies. So if they're selling data to Chinese companies, we kind of get caught in this catch-22 of like, how is this possible? So I really think... When we start to peel back the layers of what's happening within China-United States relations, is there's like an interesting thing happening. So in one of the congressional um, PR briefs about how they're talking about what's going to happen with China, with TikTok and things like that, they bring up two interesting points. They bring up the pandemic. So there's one gentleman talking about the pandemic, the worst pandemic in 100 years, and the Chinese spy balloon. So it's almost like we kind of have this this ratcheting up on different Chinese entities and different Chinese narratives within the United States. If the United States stops TikTok from being used in the United States, it could potentially kill the company. So like, a lot of questions are brought up, in my opinion. Number one, you know, why does why is the government trying to tell me that the Chinese government can't take my data? It's really interesting because they're stepping in and they're like, no, but the Chinese government makes my phone, my technology, you know, everything we use from a technology standpoint, the majority of it comes from China, including all aspects of computer chips and things like that that could potentially harvest Information. You also have the TTP compliant information where when you think about whenever um, things go into the government, the government also buys a lot of their technology from China. So it's really interesting how they're creating this whole narrative about TikTok taking it and what they really believe is that Mark Zuckerberg is behind it. And I'm going to go ahead and play a clip, the only clip I could find from Mark Zuckerberg talking about TikTok from a podcast. Should do about TikTok?
1: Are you in favor of a ban? Are you in favor of a spinoff? Um, I think you said that a ban would be problematic at one point, but what what what's your view on that? Um, is this an area that the government should get into? Obviously, it would help you competitively, but do you have other concerns about it? I don't know what the solution is, um, even though I do think it's a it's a real. Question. I mean I think in the u.s one of the things that that I think is is sort of interesting is in the u.s there's such a clear distinction between the private and public sector and the companies here operate independently and you know they think people understandably get upset if the integration is is too too much or, right. or if there's you know if there's good separation there but when I travel overseas one of the things that's surprising to me is in most other countries around the world I um, those sectors are blended so much that they almost don't believe that America operates the way it does, um, and China more so than than any other country that I've been to. It's, it is very integrated, right? Where the the notion that like an American company wouldn't just like obviously be working with the American government on every single thing is um, is completely foreign there, which I think mm-hmm. does speak to um, the at, at least at least sort of how how, how they're how they operating. So it's. Um, so I don't know what that means. I think that that's a thing to to kind of to be aware of. But this sounds like you haven't formed a form real opinion on what should happen. I, and I, I try to spend my time on things that I can uh, make an impact on.
0: Make an impact on. Mark Zuckerberg in Men has spent like $250 million to get lobbyists and go through there. So, you know, I mean, take that with you, Will. You know, is he saying what's true? You know, the Wall Street Journal commented a whole article about how he is in fact communicating and it's not coming to light. He had a meeting with Tom Cotton. They asked Tom Cotton, hey, could you provide, which is the senator for Arkansas, hey, could you provide information on what you talked about? And he said, I don't address things within my meeting. So here's my thoughts. If we go back to around 2009 and 2010, we see Mark Zuckerberg learning Chinese. There's, there's, there's videos of him speaking Chinese. There's videos of him going to China, really starting to create a better and closer relationship with China in order to potentially have Facebook break into that market you know they're really interesting in order to get into Facebook it has to deal with the West and we kind of see this transition point where we have um, a buy or an app um, around 2000 so you have from like that those seven years trying to get in and then around 2016 you know the app the original dance app that TikTok bought went for sale and Facebook realized they could potentially buy it but they passed now you know, more than likely, Facebook didn't know how popular... TikTok was going to be. And by 2017, it took off. And there was a whole different tone from Mark Zuckerberg talking about how the Chinese government is taking our secrets. The Chinese government is using TikTok for national security issues and in kind of creating this whole tone. We don't see Mark Zuckerberg speaking Chinese anymore. So what does that mean? And you know, China was saying, hey, we used to see you as kind of like an adopted son, but we're not close to you anymore. So so if you listen to that what Mark Zuckerberg is saying is that the same narrative that everyone's saying that China will take TikTok, take the data and then take the Chinese government will use it. Is that true? Yeah, the Chinese government definitely has control over companies like that. They can come in and they can use it any way they want and there's no legal means to stop it. You know, there's no there's not a two-party system that says, "Hey China, you can't do this." If the PRC wants to do something, they in fact are going to do it. So in my opinion it's a really interesting um, thing to be like a part of. Do I worry about the Chinese government taking data and pushing narratives? I mean right now all narratives are being pushed on us. I think as a society we get to this point where if I turn on the news there's like, you know, there's people are always blaming wokeness, they're blaming Trump, woke Trump. So you you turn to certain conversations, and that's all I hear. So now we get to TikTok, and TikTok in itself is a unique platform. You know, besides the actual user interface, people talk a lot on there about different theories, thoughts, breaking news, ideas, and they're sharing information. You know, if we look at different chins like no cap, that's so Ohio. How a younger generation is creating a whole language they're using off TikTok. I, I I'm I i do not know what to say. If China is 100% being malicious, taking the data and trying to determine how they can have information on the American government, then I would say, yeah, we need to get rid of it. But do we need to also analyze our phones, everything else we're using that's made in China? My next thought is what is it going to do for U.S.-Chinese relations if it does ban TikTok? And what's it going to do for the Biden administration if 100 million people use it and he bans it? Is that going to impact voting? Like, It's just really hard to say at this point. Thank you for listening and we will get back to you tomorrow.